Hey, welcome to the Christ Fellowship Podcast. This is Derek, man, we're glad you're with us today. You know, Christ Fellowship, we long to be a church that doesn't have, just have good theology. We want to be able to be a people that put it into practice. And so today, as we're in this higher series, we're going to look at intercessory prayer, what it means to come before God on behalf of somebody else, to get his heart and to partner with him. And in this uh, teaching today, we don't want to just talk about it. We're actually going to spend some time as a community to pray together, to corporately intercede for some different areas. And so this teaching is about 15 minutes today, but if you want to get the fullness of the morning, man, I would encourage you to jump over to YouTube, CF Tri-Cities, and, uh, and you can engage with not only the teaching, but our worship and our prayer time. And so, man, we value prayer. We want to be a, a place that's known as a house of prayer for all people. And so today I want to encourage you, man, what would it look like for you to pray, not just for yourself, but to intercede for somebody else. It's powerful and God loves it. So man, we bless you guys. Man, grab your Bible, grab some notes. Let's dig in. Yes, welcome, welcome. Let me just see a show of hands. How many of you were praying for the balls yesterday in the second half? How many of you? Yeah. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to sit down right now. We're going to mix it up a little bit. And today, I, I want to lean into a topic that I think most of you are probably praying, right? I want, to, I want us to lean into prayer today. As I talk to people, whether they've been walking with the Lord or whether they are new to the faith, I know that many of us have struggled with prayer in some way. It's amazing to me. And yet, at the same time, I totally get it because I feel like the last... I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, the Lord has been teaching me. Every year I ask him, uh, what do you want to teach me this year? And, and it's almost always the same when it comes around January. I want to teach you to pray. I'm like, I thought so we did like the last 10 years. He's like, yeah, you got a lot more to learn, right? And as I talk to men and women across the board, whether they are people that are used to speaking in front of others or they've got jobs or they lead huge organizations or they're teachers, I know that... Honestly, many of us in the room, uh, praying out loud is one of the scariest things that we could ever do, even with just our spouse, our family, or our friends. And I think it's interesting, and we should take note of that, because I think what the enemy wants to do is he wants to rob us and, and steal everything that God has for us. And, and one of the ways we actually step into all the things God has for us is through prayer. So why would he not want to make it a scary thing? Why would he not want to make it a, a thing that we get a little intimidated by? And so today what I want to do briefly is, is we're going to mix things up. Obviously, I'm already up here teaching, which I, I love doing this. But I'm going to teach for about 15 minutes, and I'm going to teach on prayer. And then we're going to move into a time where we're actually going to pray as a community, as we sing and as we pray together. And so let me just start out by, by rooting us in what prayer is. Prayer is really simple. It's a dialogue with God. It's a means of connection. It's, it's how we talk to God. And so it's, yes, of course, we bring our needs to him, our desires. We talk to him. We, we tell him what we need, what we're going through. But, but what we lean into a lot here and what we see in the scriptures is that prayer is not just a one-way monologue where I tell God everything. It's actually a huge part of prayer is, is learning to listen, learning to be present, learning to, to actually believe that when I ask God questions that, that he may want to speak to me about it in a million different ways. So prayer is where I have a dialogue with God, but what I really want to lean in today and be more specific is, is I want to talk about intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer is like prayer, but it's not about me. Intercessory prayer is, is literally, it's when I'm having a dialogue with God on behalf of somebody else or another situation. 
So it's not when I'm praying for myself, like I got needs, I got to pray for my kids and all that stuff. But, it's, but to when, I, when I begin to pray for my kids, when I begin to pray for my neighbor, when I begin to pray for my place of work, and when I, when I move into that, or maybe it's like even like internationally, like last week we leaned in to pray to, for, over the Middle East and over Israel and Palestine and everything that's going there. That was intercessory prayer. And in that, what are we doing? We're saying, God, I want to know your heart for this situation, and I want to partner with you in it. See, I think there's this misunderstanding about prayer, and I really, man, I want to really kill this idea because it's really false, and it, and it, it serves a lot of problems that, that I want to say that, that prayer is not us attempting to force God to do what we want him to do. Prayer is not our desire to like get Jesus' elbow, put it behind his, his back, and just like squeeze until he says, uncle, okay, I'll give you what, what you want, Right? Like, that's not what prayer is. It was never meant to be. How many of you know what we've been leaning into is that God's ways are higher than our ways? His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so the, the, the premise of prayer is not how can I get God to do what I want him to do. The, the whole premise of prayer is, is how can I really understand his heart and how can I partner with him? Because the prayers of a righteous man, which is one who's aligned with God, avail much. So prayer is not me getting to God to say, okay, I'll give you what you want, Derek. It's no, it's saying, I want to know God's heart. I want to come into agreement. I want to yield to him. That's what prayer is. As we're talking about intercessory prayer, there's two passages that really encourage me. The first one is in Romans 8. It says, who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, he was raised. Who is, the, is at the right hand of God, who indeed is what? What's it say up there? Interceding for who? Wow. So we're going to talk about like us interceding, us praying. But before we even get there, I just want to remind us and, and root us into this truth that we don't think about a lot. That, that Jesus, he came from heaven or walked among us died on the cross, three days later, raised up from the days, from, from, the, from the dead. And then he ascended to be with the Father. And he's at the right hand of the place of authority and honor and glory right now. And it's so beautiful. And what is he doing in this moment? He is praying for you. He's praying for me. Think about that for a moment. Like, what encouragement does that have that, that our Savior, our Messiah, this God-man, this this. this one who's the anointed that he, he is today praying for you. Wow. You've probably had some thoughts. Man, I wish just somebody was in my corner. Well, Jesus has been there all along. He's praying for you. He's praying specifically for you. And so we have Jesus that, that is in heaven at the right hand of God, and he is praying for us today, which is beautiful. But we, we then go back a little bit further in, in Romans chapter 8, and we, we read another part of intercession is, is that, that likewise the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Verse 26. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself, there it is again, what intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Wow. Wow. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. He's praying for you and I. But here's the beautiful thing. It's not only Jesus in heaven at the throne. He also has the Spirit of God that's where? Right here in me. Anybody else got the Spirit of God living in them, right? The Spirit of God is with us. And guess what that means? God is not just interceding from heaven. He's interceding right here. Jesus is praying for you. The Spirit, Holy Spirit is praying for you. And what is he praying? He's praying according to God's will. 
And let me tell you, when we pray in accordance to God's will, there is amazing things that happen. And so I want to encourage you with that. Man, we got Jesus praying for us. He's interceding for us. The Spirit is interceding for us. And, and also, like a lot of people don't even realize this, but every time we gather here at 9 and 11, we got a team upstairs right now. They are specifically praying for you guys and the kids in this house right now. Like, just think about that. We got a, a team. They're just praying, Father, what's your heart for this Sunday morning? How can we partner with you? And they're praying right now. Many people don't know, every Tuesday, where's Billy? Is Billy here this morning? I don't know if Billy's around here. He might have been here first service. Billy, he's been a faithful man. He's a leader in our church. He's been a man who's got a heart for prayer. Every Tuesday, he and, and Kent and Nancy and several others, every Tuesday, they gather faithfully. I don't know how many years they've been going on. I don't know, oh, decades, I think. They've been praying for the needs and the people of our church. Isn't that incredible? So you got Jesus praying for you. <laughs> wow. Holy Spirit's praying for you. Wow. People praying for you right now. Wow. Every Tuesday, people praying for you right now. And then every Monday and Wednesday, we gather in this room at 7 o'clock, and we have our prayer room where we do two things. We love God. We pour out our praise. We minister to him. And then we intercede as a community over different areas, right? We believe we're called to be a house of prayer, not just a house that talks about prayer. Somebody say amen to that. We can have good theology about prayer, but if we never pray, man, are we actually going to connect with the Lord? No. So we want to be a people that actually pray. And we want to pray because our prayers actually matter. We were in staff this week, and Richie actually referenced this passage, Acts chapter 10. It's the story of Cornelius. And Cornelius um, is, is a man who loves the Lord. It says that he's a, um, a centurion of what is known as the Italian cohort. It doesn't that sound like a mob. I don't know if they had mobs back in the day, but like, he's, I don't know what he had. But he, he, was, he was part of this group that's known as the Italian cohort. He was a devout man who feared God with his household. He gave alms, generosity, generously to the people, and he prayed continually. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror. And you can imagine that. And Cornelius said, what is it, Lord? And he said, listen to this. This is so, such an incredible truth that we miss a lot of times. He said, your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. Think about the implications of that. Think about that your generosity actually matters to God. Isn't that incredible to think about? The way you use your money, the way you sow into different ministries around our region, the way you, you give to this local church, some way in God's divine order, it matters. But also, he says, your prayers have ascended before God. I want you to think about that for a second. Like sometimes we think about our prayers and we're like, oh, hit the ceiling, it's gone. Can't go past. No, 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 no. It says, it says our prayers ascend. He said, your prayers ascend before God. In Revelation, it gives us a picture as like incense, like bowls of incense, and it says they, they ascend before the throne of God. This is your prayers. Why do we pray? Because God designed us that way, and it matters to God. Why do we intercede? Well, well one more story. I'll, I'll just reference here a little bit later in Acts chapter 12. The church, early church is going through a lot of hard things, but they're seeing incredible power. Oftentimes, those two things go side to side, by the way. When you navigate hard things, the power of God somehow seems to be so much more powerful, so much more seen. So the church is navigating some hard things. One of their, their core leaders was, was killed, was murdered because he was following Jesus. 
And they saw that it pleased the people. And so they said, you know what, let's go ahead and get Peter and let's put him in prison. And so they take Peter and they put him in prison. It says in actually, or chapter 12, it says, as this happened, earnest prayer for him was made by the church. What is that called? Intercessory prayer. James has died. He's been killed. Peter's now in prison. What's the church do? Oh, shoot. Let's complain about it. Let's post about it. No, no, no. You know, you know what, they, what they do? They gather together and they pray in unison with the Father's heart. And they say, man, we want to see, we know it's God's desire that, that, that the captive would be set free. So Peter's in prison that night. It says that the angel of the Lord comes, kicks him in the side, wakes him up, startled And then the angel walks him out door after door until he gets outside. And Peter thought he was in a dream, but he gets outside. He's like, wow, I'm not actually in a dream. And it says that he goes to to, to the house of Mary and he goes there. And when he gets there, what are they doing? They're gathered together and they're praying. What are they doing? They're interceding. I just want to remind us, why are we a people that pray? Why are we a church that just takes time out and we pray together because anything is possible when a community prays in agreement with God's heart. I need you to hear that. Anything is possible when a community gathers together and prays in alignment with God's heart. And we have the stories in the scripture, tons of them, one after another, that remind us of God's faithfulness. And, and I'm reminded of stories, uh, you know, Tyler was reminiscing in different places the Lord had met her, and I'm just reminded of times we've interceded for lots of people. I remember a time over here, we had a lady in our church that um, she had a bunch of spots on her diaphragm, cancer, imaging showed it, and she and her husband came one night, and we had about 12 or 15 of us. Remember that, Gina? Just over here, and we're just gathered around her and her husband, and we're just praying that God would heal and that God would bring restoration in her body, and she goes back to the, the imaging, and the doctor says, you must have somebody looking out for you because, man, there's nothing on these images at all. And that, what is that? That is, that is, yeah, we can get excited about it, but what is that? Intercession, do, do our prayers matter? We got men and women in this church that have navigated hard things and challenges in their marriages instead of just isolating, which is what we do typically. We just say, we'll, we'll just figure it out because of shame and fear and all that junk that the enemy wants to throw at us. We'll just do it our own. But, but men and women, when they humble themselves and they say, hey, my church family, will you pray for me? We're navigating some things. And we've seen marriages restored. We've seen prodigals, those that are running far from the Lord, return. People get jobs. People come out of uh, being homeless. We've seen incredible things. What? That's intercession. That's the fruit of that. Why? Because we're powerful? No, because we partnered with the one who is all-powerful. And when intercession happens, when a church gathers and we capture a glimpse of the power of intercession, something amazing happens. So here's what we're going to do today. Uh, We are going to enter into a time where we don't just talk about prayer, but we're going to pray together. And so we're going to sing a little bit. We're going to start out today by, by, by starting out with a gratitude, a thanksgiving. We're going to enter his courts with, with praise, his presence with thanksgiving. So we're going to begin there. And then we're going to have four different leaders lead us. So this is very similar to our prayer room. We do this every Monday, Wednesday in the house here. We have people lead us in prayer, intercessory prayer. And so we're going to have different areas uh, for today that we're going to partner together. And we're going to intercede on behalf of our community, on behalf of individuals. And because today is probably going to be a little bit more extended time of singing and, and prayer, I just want to encourage you, there's freedom in the house today. There always is, every Sunday. And so if you're like, man, I, I don't want to stand that long, guess what? You can sit down and nobody's going to judge you at all. 
If you're like, man, I just need to focus for a moment. I just need to pray by myself. Man, you just take a, take a seat. It's okay. Continue to pray. Continue to press in. Or, or maybe today you're like, man, I, I'm a person that when I pray, I walk. And we got any other prayer walkers like me? So I, I like, that sounds like a Star Wars thing. I don't know, but prayer walkers are like... That was new. That was kind of a flying thing across my brain. Anyhow, if you like to walk and pray, <laughs> uh, there's room for you. We had somebody first service that was just, man, walking around the auditorium, praying, coming in agreement with God. That's what I'll be doing. I'm going to be up here. I'm going to be walking back and forth. That's how I connect with God. Maybe you, you want to kneel before the Lord. There's always, every Sunday, you guys know this, but there's space, there's aisles, there's space up here. Maybe you just need to be silent before the Lord today. Maybe you shout today. Maybe you dance before the Lord. All these are biblical expressions of responding to God, but, but we're going to enter into this time where we really lock eyes with Jesus and we come into agreement over several areas that we're going to pray. And we're believing that these prayers today, your prayers, where you're not just spectating, but you're participating, okay? Not just watching or listening, but you're actually partaking, being part of. We believe that those ascend up to God somehow in his amazing process and they, they're like memorial stones, and they matter. Anybody else agree with that, that our prayers matter today? And so we're going to lean into that. So I want you to stand up, actually, right now, just to start with. We just want to posture our heart. Let's just begin all over the room. Let's just begin to say thank you to the Lord that, that he's praying. Just capture that in your mind right now, that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, and he is praying for us us in this room, individually, corporately, over our community, over our region, over our state, over our nation, over the world. Jesus right now, the high priest, he knows your situation. <laughs> he knows the nuances, the details. He's praying. We just begin to thank the Lord right now that he's praying for you, that you're on his mind. Lord, we thank you for this truth that you're interceding on our behalf today. You're proclaiming your blood, your righteousness, your holiness, your worth, your forgiveness, your justice. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that, that the one who resides in us, as we talked about being the temple of the living God, that you are right now, you are interceding for us. Even when we don't have words to put to what's in our heart and what we believe is your heart, you are praying with words that go beyond even our our language. So we say as we enter into this time of singing and this time of corporately interceding, Holy Spirit, would you lead us? Jesus, would you reveal the Father to us? It's in your powerful name we pray. Amen.